Do you feel like there's not enough hours in the day or days in the week to meet all the demands that are breathing down your neck? Well, if so, you might want to listen to what comes next. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. Recently, I led a three-session workshop called Three Things Every Family Needs. But as I was leading these workshops, I realized that what I was covering was actually three things that everyone needs. So I thought I would break those three things down into three quick counsel podcasts, and hopefully they would be helpful to everyone. So today, we're going to look at the first thing that everyone needs, and that's margin. Now, let's talk about the definition of margin. If you feel like you have more things to do than time to do them, then you're probably suffering from a lack of margin. And if you feel like you have more demands on you than there is of you, you're probably suffering from a lack of margin. Now, we all wish we had more margin in our lives. We all want more margin personally and relationally and financially and even in our work lives and spiritual lives. And yet, we continue to live lives that lack margin. We spend every dollar and every second to fill up every available spot, space, and closet and calendar. In his book, simply titled Margin, Dr. Richard Swinson speaks of margin as the difference between our load and our limits. The gap between rest and exhaustion, and the space between breathing freely and suffocating. Maybe that sounds familiar to you. Another simple way to portray margin is to think of it as an equation. R over D equals M, where R is our resources, divided by D our demands, which equals how much M or margin that we have. Now let's talk about the importance of margin. I know that margin is easier to find in some seasons than it is in other seasons of life. If you have infants, toddlers, teens, margin's going to be difficult to come by. And if you're in school, especially if you're in school while you're working or managing a family, margin will be hard to find. And if you're launching a career, starting a business, or in a very demanding job, finding margin's going to be very difficult. But even in the difficult seasons, margin is still extremely important to maintain. Margin, think of it as this. Margin is the space of life. It's the space of life that you find three main things. In margin, in the space of life, you'll find power. Power in life isn't found when we've pushed ourselves so fast and so hard and so far that there's nothing left to give. Power comes when we give ourselves margin to rest, to refuel, to think, to dream. Think of that little gap that exists in a spark plug. It's a very small little gap. But what happens in that space sparks and powers enough energy to propel a one to two ton vehicle. That gap is extremely important to powering your car and margin. The gap of life is extremely important in powering your life. Another thing that margin or the space of life gives us, it gives us peace. Though it's possible to be peaceful in the midst of pressure, demands, and chaos, our truest, deepest sense of peace comes from those times when we can rest and be still. Often a lack of margin leads to a lack of peace. And one more thing that margin or the space of life gives us is it gives us productivity. Now this may sound counterintuitive. It feels like margin is the enemy of productivity. And that's why so many people turn to time management techniques to be more productive. 
But the problem with time management is that often it's used not to create more margin, but to fill up more margin by cramming more things into it. Listen to this list of suggestions in a time management article I found. One, keep a log of your time. Two, make your to-do list more effective. Three, sleep an hour less. Four, get organized. Five, don't handle things more than once. Six, reconfigure your smartphone. Seven, schedule less. And eight, become more productive. Those all sound like things that are going to use up my margin rather than give me margin. So we have to pay attention to those three things. Power, peace, and productivity comes in the space of life, comes in the margin of life. But that's why margin is so important. Now let's look at the benefits of margin. Margin brings with it some very big and some very practical benefits to our lives. Margin gives us more time for what's important. Now notice I didn't say margin gives us more time. We all have the same amount of time in a day or a week. Margin just helps us to separate all the urgent things from the really important things. Margin helps us improve our relationships. Unhurried time is the seedbed for good relationships, whether it's with your spouse or your family or your friends or even with God. Margin fosters better physical and mental health. Margin promotes the rest that we so desperately need physically, but margin also helps us to lower our stress levels and our anxiety levels and and improve our heart health. Margin also helps us to foster more and better memories. We'll be talking about memories in another podcast, but having the time to stop to drink in, to savor what's going on around us, especially when it comes to people, helps us solidify good memories. And finally, margin opens up the door for serving others. You know, in the New Testament, it tells us that God desires us to have an abundant life. But when we wrongfully believe that the crowded life is the abundant life, and our lives have become so crowded with things and stuff that we don't have time to serve others. We're really not having the abundant life. We need margin to be able to get outside of ourselves and to serve other people. Now that we know the importance of margin, and now that we know the benefits that come from a life of margin, we should ask this question. What keeps us from having margin? Well, there are a number of things that keep us from having margin in our lives. There's things like overcommitment. If you're a person who has trouble saying no, then you probably struggle to find margin. Fear is another thing that will keep you from having margin. The fear of not having enough. The fear of not getting what you want. The fear of being viewed as lazy. The fear of not getting the promotion, etc., etc., etc. That fear keeps us from having margin. Envy is another thing that will keep you from having margin. If you've always want the next great thing, the next latest and greatest thing, the next thing that your neighbor has, then your greed will keep you chasing after what you don't have rather than taking margin to enjoy the things you do. Guilt's another thing that will prevent us from having margin. So many of us try to make sure our kids have more than we did when we were their age. And we feel guilty if we don't provide them with everything we want them to have. But the problem with that is we use up our time margin, our financial margin, our relational margin, trying to provide them with everything. Our kids need our margin more than they need anything else. 
And another thing that will prevent us from having margin is our career aspirations. Now, having a career is a wonderful thing, and especially having a career you really love is a wonderful thing. Excelling in your career is a wonderful thing. But when it demands so much of you that you have no margin for you or your spouse or your family, is it really that worth it? Too often, we chase something like a career that will come and go to the point that we let go of our marriage and our family that is supposed to be here to stay. We need margin. So, let's get to the question that everyone has on their mind. How can you build margin into life? Well, while the steps to building margin into life will be different for each individual and each family, I can give you three basic principles necessary to build margin into your life. If you want to build margin into your life, you must be intentional. Margin does not just happen. FedEx will not just deliver it to your door. You will not just find a box on your step full of margin. You're going to have to be intentional. Start by scheduling your margin first. Before you put anything else on your calendar, weekly, monthly, or yearly, start by putting your margin down first. You know, I used to have a terrible time of overcommitting and overbooking myself until I learned to write down date nights with my wife, date nights with my kids, family times first. And then when somebody said, hey, can you do this on such and such a date? If I had date night written on my calendar, I'd say, you know what, I'm sorry, I already have a commitment on that night. So that was my way of being intentional. You will have to be intentional if you want to build margin into your life. Two. If you want to build margin in your life, you'll have to be practical. You probably will not start off with this big old chunk of margin right off the bat. You'll have to practically work into that. Look for places that are already in your day to start reclaiming some margin. Start with time in the car. We spend a lot of time in the car. We're running errands. We're sitting in car lines. We're taking kids to events. We're driving to work. If you're going to have to spend a lot of time in the car anyway, reclaim it. When you're by yourself in the car, spend the time to quietly think or pray. Listen to music that relaxes you or rejuvenates you. Relive a good memory. Or, if you're in the car with your kids or your spouse, use that time to tell stories, to learn things about one another, to laugh together. Reclaim your car time. Mealtime is another practical way you can reclaim some margin. Now, I know it's very hard to get a family all around the dinner table all at once these days. But try to block out at least a couple of nights a week, at minimum, to sit around the table and eat together. Few ways are better at building relational margin than that, and you'll be surprised of all the benefits you see from that. Bedtime is another practical way to gain some margin. I know for parents, bedtime can be a hassle. It's hard to get them to bed. It's hard to get them to settle down. And often all you're thinking about is all the stuff you need to do before you get to go to bed. But try to turn bedtime into something different. Work on slightly earlier bedtimes, incrementally earlier bedtimes. I know it's hard, but if you do that, then maybe you can spend a little more margin with your kids. And you'll be surprised at what you find out about them and how the bonds grow and strengthen between you. And getting them to bed a little earlier will help you gain a little more time to get some of the things you want done or just to sit quietly with your own margin. If you have to choose between spending time with the kids and getting your stuff done, choose wisely. Four, 
Another practical way, cut back on streaming and social media habits. Now, I'm not here to beat you up. I'm just as guilty of this as anyone else. But if you and I would track how much time we're putting into streaming and social media, we would be really hard-pressed to say, you know, I just have no margin time. You don't have to be ultra-militant about that. You don't have to cut it completely out. Just start small. Start with just 15 to 30 minutes a day. Just consume or stream or be on social media 15 to 30 minutes less a day and see what a difference that makes. And now, a final word. Margin is the first of the three things everyone needs because it's foundational and important to the other two things we'll discuss in the upcoming podcast. Maybe margin is something you said you need and want, but you never seem to take the steps to make it happen. Perhaps you're like me and you've become so used to a busy, crowded life that you don't really stop and consider how margin could change your life. If so, I want to challenge you to write down the following four questions on a sheet of paper and then spend some time going through these questions. One, ask yourself, if my life had margin, how would I feel? If my life had margin, how would I feel? Question number two, to me, a life of margin means fill in the blank. Three, what keeps me from a life of margin? What keeps me from a life of margin? And question number four, what are things I could begin to do to start finding margin? I'll put a link to these questions in a PDF in the show notes. So just know this, we're all given the same amount of time and we all struggle with how we're going to spend that time. But if you decide and sometimes fight for how much margin you will have, you'll find that your life is fuller and richer. And isn't that what we all want? I hope this episode encouraged you and helped you to move towards having some more margin in life. Don't wait till you have it perfect. Just start taking some steps now. And if you'd like to see more of a full presentation on this material, I'll put a link of that in the show notes also. For more things from me, check out brettleg.com, one T, two Gs, or follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Here's hoping you find meaning in the margins of your life this week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.